This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. A different response to abortion questions. So a while back, it was quite a while at this point, New York passed a bill legalizing late-term abortion. I'm sure you remember this as clearly as I do, that it resulted in some high emotions. I don't watch much news, but even I saw reactions everywhere. I was horrified when I heard the Virginia governor, and talking about how late late term could mean, basically advocate exposing unwanted children, choosing to kill them after birth if they were unwanted because of physical issues. We have an emotional response to that. We are supposed to have an emotional response to that. But what is the emotional response supposed to be? My husband and I were talking about this on the way home from church that week. Those of us who believe that life begins at conception must therefore believe that abortion is killing. And since it's purposeful killing, premeditated, against someone not engaged in war or who is not threatening the life of another, I believe it does meet the definition of murder. But, but, if we truly believe life is sacred, that has to apply to the mother too, right? We have to look at those who are debating and deciding on abortion and love them just as much as we love the idea of their child. We have to be horrified, not just at the thought of ending a baby's life, but at the thought of a mother feeling so helpless that she would consider it. We need to learn how to open our arms wide and support those who find themselves in such a situation, rather than just shaking a fist and calling anyone who would do such a thing a murderer. Many people do this. And many people think that, through their heated words, everyone just knows that they're outraged at the act, not that they hate the person committing it. But, friends, those people can't tell the difference. Because when someone is screaming at us in rage, all we know is that we have two choices. We can fight them back, or we can run away. Neither of these is the response the church wants people to have. So why do we continue shouting? The emotion, though. We can't and shouldn't just shut it down. So what do we do? What is the correct emotional response? As I contemplated this, I remembered in the Gospels where Jesus, not long before his trial, pauses outside the city and weeps over Jerusalem. He weeps for the people who refuse to believe. He weeps for the prophets they've killed. He weeps for what he knows is to come. Ha <laughs> ha, yes, that is the response that is appropriate. Not outrage, sorrow. Anger will do nothing for the causes we believe in, but sorrow. Sorrow is something most of those mothers feel too. They feel it when they realize they're pregnant. They feel it when they decide to go to that clinic. They feel it later when they look back on what they've done. Calling them a murderer is not going to bring them to the arms of our savior, but crying with them, wrapping them in our arms in mourning, That's a different story. I remember in college one day, looking around at all those people who didn't believe like I did, who thought, for instance, that sex was just for fun and nothing to take seriously. I was moved to tears, which is very unusual for me, because they didn't understand. They didn't understand the beauty of what God created. They didn't understand how sacred their bodies were supposed to be. They didn't understand the value and worth they have, which ought to be protected. It's the same thing here. They don't understand. 
They don't understand how these decisions will affect them for the rest of their lives. They don't understand the panic, the pain, the fear is so small compared to the regret and mourning that consumes most of the women who go through with an abortion. They don't understand. And this is not cause for outrage. This is cause for the deepest sorrow. Full, profound, soul-deep sorrow. Now, legislatures might deserve some of the outrage, as might the church, for making so many women think they sit in judgment over them, making them think a private, secret appointment is better than living with people looking down their noses for the next two decades. But the women? I think Jesus had something to say about how to treat them, and I believe it began with, He who is without sin. So often in church, we speak out against the sin without thinking about the heart of the sinner. We're just so outraged, so horrified. We don't pause to think about who might be sitting there, bearing our accusation, feeling hated and reviled and condemned because of a choice made decades, years, months, or even just weeks ago. People who don't feel loved, people who don't feel there's a difference between what they did and who they are, certainly not in our eyes. The world has enough outrage, my friends. We who follow Christ need to choose something different. We need to be better. We need to show his love and support them, bear their burdens, and make it clear that we love them, not just the child in their womb. Cry with them. Embrace them. Don't cast stones at the choices they've made or are considering. Instead, mourn with them for what they lost because they didn't understand. Be there. Support. Encourage. Outrage divides. But sorrow? Shared sorrow will knit us together. This is from Romans 12, 9 through 15, the NIV version. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by Bookish Teas and Totes, bringing you t-shirt and tote bags for book lovers created by book lovers. Check out bookishteasandtotes.com to see our latest designs. Wordfall is a proud part of the Whitefire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.